Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Ah, Celeste, you matter, butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's dive straight into today's first story. Now, I believe today's first story is one that we've covered in the past, but now it comes with additional information and an update as well. So please feel free to use the timestamps if you'd like to. It's from Am I the Asshole for Medical, who says, Am I the Asshole for refusing to let my daughter get a surgery? Throw away because some of my family use Reddit. Hi all, I, female 30, have been dealing with chronic medical issues all of my life. I married my 33 husband, L a few years ago and had my daughter A five soon after. When I was pregnant with A, I was warned that it would be difficult due to my issues and that would likely have some passed on from me. I accepted this and I expected it. She was delivered and was a beautiful baby girl who didn't have my issues at the time. However, as she got older, it became more apparent that she inherited my medical problems, one of which has an optional surgery that could negate it entirely. It's possible to live with it instead of choosing to operate, but the surgery will eliminate it. I have some trauma with hospitals in general. I've had to be in and out of them my entire life and it's left some deep wounds. It's awful to spend your formative years stuck in a sterile room with an IV and in pain. I've spent some time in therapy for it, but I still hate them. The surgery that would remove the problem is covered by insurance, so money isn't a problem. However, it has a long recovery period and I don't want my daughter to suffer through that. I've told L that I don't want her to have to go through the lengthy process of recovery. He disagrees and has asked my family members to knock some sense into me. His words, not mine. It's become a big point of contention between us and I refuse to budge. So, am I the asshole? Edit, for those who want to know, she has, excuse my pronunciation here, radio ulnar synostosis in both arms she'd have to spend weeks in cast with both arms edit two you're right i was letting my own fear cloud my judgment thank you although a bit rude to say that i should get sterilized no edit three while i understand that i was undoubtedly the asshole here it's disgusting how many people have written horrible comments sent messages and just been total jerks you don't know me I don't know you. This is one moment in my and your life and I sincerely don't understand why you have to be so nasty about it. No, I will not sterilize myself. I will not kill myself or give up my child or divorce my husband. I will not categorize myself as an abusive narcissist sadist who hates my child and wants her to suffer like I have. I don't appreciate being psychoanalyzed by armchair psychiatrist redditors. To those who have respectfully put down their points, sent me kind messages, or just been supportive, I appreciate you all. 
And you know, you came into this one and you said that money wasn't an issue. And I had a quick Google of this condition and it says radio ulnar synososis is a rare condition in which the two bones of the forearm, the radius and the ulna are abnormally connected. This limits rotation of the arm. Radio ulnar synostosis is usually congenital, something your child was born with. It can also occur as a result of a forearm fracture or trauma. And you know, limiting the rotation of the arm sounds like a huge thing to me. And if you can eliminate that, then I think it would be the right thing to do for your child. And it sounded like some of it, and I know it's gotta be difficult as you've dealt with these chronic issues all your life, but it does sound like you're projecting your fears onto your child, you know, and that's just not right. When there's solutions there, and I do understand, you know, being in and out of hospitals your entire life can put some like you said, some deep wounds for yourself, but this is for your child's benefit, you know? So I'm hoping we're gonna go to that update and we're gonna get a positive update in this one, but we'll cover some comments first to see what they said. And I think from the edits, we pretty much know where this might go. Starting with Rangila Ree, who says, you're the asshole. You decided to have a baby when you knew that this would and could happen. You want her to live with it because of your trauma. Yeah, you're the arsehole. You also should have thought about this before having biological children. God knows how long you will let your kids suffer because of your trauma. Also, don't have another child if you're going to treat them like this. MM172 says you're the arsehole. She may have inherited your medical condition. She did not inherit your feelings about hospitals and in no way, shape or form is it okay for you to insist that she suffer unnecessarily because she might not enjoy what the recovery process entails. Mulberry says, you're the asshole. Why would you want your child to suffer through their entire life with a medical problem that could be easily resolved by surgery? Sure, the recovery period is long, but it will alleviate from her having to deal with the problem for her entire life. I'm a parent too. And if I could get my child a surgery rather than have them suffer with a condition for their whole lives, I would definitely go with the surgery. I understand you have some trauma with hospitals, but this isn't about you. This is about your daughter and the overall quality of life edit my comment was made prior to the op releasing the information on the daughter's diagnosis while i do understand the hesitation involved i also believe that this is something that op's family should be talking to an osteopathic surgeon about cassidy says you're the arsehole i had to look up what she had and if it was something that legitimately wouldn't hurt her then my answer would be different However, according to, and then shares a link that says, this can get very painful once they hit teenage years, which I'm assuming you know. It can all be avoided with surgery. Yes, recovering will also hurt, but for a much shorter amount of time. It also stated that surgery is best performed as soon as possible so that the fusion isn't as extensive as it will be as they age. Also, there is an age limit on when they can even do this surgery, so she won't be able to wait until she's an adult to make this decision herself. I sympathize that you have a fear of hospitals, but doesn't the pain your daughter will face for the rest of her life outweigh your fears? And one more from KM89, who says and quotes, however, it's a long recovery period and I don't want my daughter to have to suffer through that. And then goes on to say, is the recovery period longer than forever? Which is how long you've been dealing with your chronic medical conditions. Let's put it this way. If I had a chronic medical condition that my parents could have treated but chose not to because they were afraid of hospitals, I'd be out the door and never talk to them again. You are inflicting suffering on your daughter by not treating. You're the asshole. And now we're gonna move on to that update to see what happened next. So the update says, Hi again, 
It's been a half a year, so I figured I'd give you all an update, especially since I got 20k upvotes. Whew. First and foremost, we went through with the surgery. My daughter's out of the hospital, doing great. I was hyperventilating the whole time, but my husband and her doctor were an absolute rock during the process. I'll be blunt, hearing how I was the asshole sucked greatly, but a lot of the advice given was incredibly helpful. I talked to my husband and I told him I didn't appreciate him dragging the family into the matter. He said he felt guilty about it and we made up about that. He also helped me find a good therapist and I've been going to them for a while now. And to address something that was repeated constantly, no. I didn't want to adopt and I never did. I don't suffer as a result of my illnesses. I have led a very fulfilling life, even if there were a lot of troubles and traumas I've gone through. That was a result of crappy medical care and cold doctors and nurses, thank you. My daughter has led a far less hospitalized life than I because of how much better healthcare has gotten, which I'm endlessly grateful for. I'm happy for my daughter getting the surgery and we've doodled a million little starfishes on her casts. Those are her favorite animals right now. So I'm glad she's such a good sport about being armless for the next few weeks. Edits, I've never demanded an apology. Read this again. I talked to my husband and I told him I didn't appreciate him dragging family into the matter. He said he felt guilty about it and we made up about that. He also helped me find a good therapist and I've been going to them for a while now. And gotta admit, it got all a bit controversial down in the comments after this post. A lot of people saying, you know, OP still didn't really get it why their verdict was, you're the asshole afterwards. And saying, you know, the dad didn't have nothing to apologize for, you know, for getting the family involved. OP to reply to some of them comments saying, in my eyes, he did like have to apologize. I didn't need family members dogpiling on me like they were. And we barely discussed the matter. My family made me dig in my heels more, not less also not their business and op also did to make some responses you know that the daughter is doing well which is super important to the story as well but anyway what do you guys make of this one what do you guys make of the updates would love to know your thoughts down in the comments below and we'll move on to another story and i was scrolling through and i spotted me a cheeky little neighbor story with an update i haven't read it yet but let's get involved it's from my dog hu917 who says am i the asshole for threatening my new neighbors with my dog for some context i female 28 just moved from my city to my first house in a suburban neighborhood about six months ago just me and my dog oaken a dutch shepherd my dog is trained as a personal protection dog ppd I'm a runner and Oaken runs with me. We were running in our neighborhood's park and pond area. I had my airpods in and it was just getting dark. I'd noticed him passing a guy on his bike on the same trails. And as we were coming around the pond, he stopped on our path. He waved us down and said he had dropped his keys. Asked if I had seen them on the path. Asked if I had a light on me because he thinks he dropped them in the grass. Wanted to know if I lived in a neighborhood. Which house was mine? If I was nearby because he didn't see any cars in the parking area that he didn't recognize. Basically anything to keep us there and keep talking. Not scary, but annoying with a definite hint of creepy. After he forgot his initial story and said, I'm going to be so pissed at myself if I lost another earbud. That's my third pair and then nearly 300 bucks a pop. I moved to leave and he stood in the path and started asking about Oaken. Oaken wasn't doing anything aggressive at this point. No hair raise, no growling or barking. He was doing exactly what he was trained to do. And every time the guy would move to get closer to us, he would just stand between me and him. 
The guy asked if he was friendly, asked to pet him, and I said I'd rather he not. He kept saying dogs loved him, blah, blah. I again said no, and we started to walk around the guy to go. That's when he decided it would be a good idea to try to grab Oaken's leash. I have no idea why. Your guess is as good as mine. Oaken backed us up, low growl, showed his teeth. Didn't snap, didn't bite. We left. The encounter was strange enough I posted it in the neighborhood app. Nothing accusing the guy of attacking us or anything over the top like that. Just that my dog and I had gotten stopped by a stranger out running and a reminder not to grab at a person's dog or dog leash without permission. Apparently, Park Guy's wife read the post and recognized her husband immediately because since then she's been telling every neighbor who will listen about my aggressive attack dog. I've now gotten a letter from the HOA. Oh my God, they're involved too. And apparently the next homeowners meeting has breed specific bans on the agenda. While I believe Oaken's response was appropriate and controlled, I'm feeling sad and disappointed that my new community has the wrong impression. I'm not out to terrify people. Am I the asshole for posting what I posted to the neighborhood app and apparently starting a feud with my new neighbor? Was I wrong for calling out Park Guy Pub? As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quickly. And we've got a couple of lengthy edits as well, which I think we're going to cover after the comments and before the update as well, of course. And I think from what I've read there, you didn't really call them out publicly. You put a warning message on a neighborhood app. And I've, I've seen those myself on these neighborhood apps quite often where they don't call out people directly. And, you know, I wouldn't be able to tell who that was, that you just met a guy running and, you know, it was a bit of a strange encounter. I think that's fair enough to point out. And I was creeped out from that encounter just from reading it. You've tried stepping around him, he steps in your path and he grabbed your dog's leash. What the hell was he expecting? And then he was asking, you know, if you lived in the neighborhood, which house was yours? And if you was nearby because he didn't see any cars in the parking area? Not normal questions to me. And the fact he changed his story halfway through. So initially he said, you know, his keys were lost and now he's lost an earbud. Yeah, that's really weird and super creepy. I don't blame you one bit for reporting on that app at all. But Sparkling Clover says, not the arsehole. Make sure to tell everyone about her aggressive predator husband. 
OP replied to that saying, I don't know if I really want to escalate this into a full-fledged war of words, but I'm tempted to jump into the fray and defend myself and my dog. Literally typing says not the arse while the interaction was creepy as fuck and frankly the guy is lucky that your dog is well trained as he is, otherwise he may have been bitten. Don't feel sad, just explain what happened and why you felt uneasy and what exactly led up to your dog displaying protectiveness. Adorable ad says not the arsehole, that guy is a creep. Edited to add, since your HOA is making a fuss, I would make a police report about the incident and let them know his wife is now harassing you. Fuck HOAs. An OP reply saying the HOA itself doesn't appear to be upset, just Park Guy's wife putting this out there and on their next meeting agenda. Until they actually have a meeting, it'd be hard to say if the HOA itself and their board members are decent people or not. Colloida Silva says, not the asshole, Park Guy was being a shady creep. You had no way of knowing he was a neighbor. And even if you had, the way he behaved towards you and Ogun was suspicious and bizarre, especially with changing his story. I'm wondering if there's something deeper going on with a history of creeping on young women and the wife knows it. And it's just in denial about the veracity of his stories of how he always ends up in these situations with women who are always the ones at fault. But no matter what's at the core of it, whether it's a misunderstanding or something more, you did nothing wrong and was simply being safe when alone after dark and confronted by a strange man. You know, Sue says her husband was being really inappropriate and your dog gave him a very subtle warning. She's being dramatic about your dog who had a normal and appropriate reaction to a stranger being a weirdo because she feels bad about her husband being a creep. Really unfair for you and your dog and hopefully people see through that crap fest. Now we're gonna move on to the edit to see what happens next. So the first edit, yes, I have home security system and cameras. The previous homeowners had a couple of collectible cars in their detached garage and apartment and put in an extensive system. Park Guy's questions about where I lived, etc. didn't immediately set off crazy red flags because I've been asked very similar questions by multiple women multiple times in the neighborhood too. I'm getting the impression I'm the youngest person in the area by a good 20 or more years because people have asked me who my parents are, who I'm visiting, etc. It seems like the only young people hanging around are ones who drive in from other places to get to the park and this neighborhood seems weirdly territorial about their park. I will definitely talk to an officer about a report. I just noticed the second edit is very, very similar to the update. So we're going to go straight to the update next. Thank you, Reddit, for the support and the overall objective look into the situation. I'm so appreciative. So many comments drove home the reminder. No one is obligated to enter into or stay in a situation they feel uncomfortable with. Although not gated, my community is a private neighborhood and park. So more personal questions regarding who you are and where you live are typical but it was encouraging to read all the comments reinforcing that if typical is uncomfortable, screw polite and go. I called, officers came out. I walked them through how the neighbor stood in my way and reached for my dog's leash. I gave them my written accounts and pictures of where everything happened. I showed them the posting next door. The officers were very encouraging. I had done the right thing by contacting them. Although one of them did admit she groaned when she got the dispatch to our neighborhood. Apparently this neighborhood has a habit of calling in and reporting suspicious behavior. That boils down to people who don't live here using park equipment, fishing in the ponds and looking generally suspicious walking down the street. There's not a gate at the front entrance and there are walking paths around some of the walled off areas and into the park but the residents feel pretty exclusive about our private community regardless. The officers went to speak to the neighbor. He admitted to chatting me up because he didn't recognize me and wanted to know what I was doing. 
He denied trying to detain me, only stalling me. He said he saw my dog's leash had embroidery on it and he was trying to see if it was an address, not grab the dog. The officers gave him a talking to on how inappropriate his behavior was, how lucky he was he didn't actually manage to put his hands on me or the leash and how fortunate for him, legally, he hadn't tried to intimidate me further with a weapon or threat, etc. They weren't shy about their opinion that many dogs put in Oaken's same position wouldn't have hesitated to bite or attack. The officers advised him to steer clear of me in the future and if he has an actual concern about someone in the neighborhood or in the park to leave it up to the LEOs. Wife tried to convince the cops I should be thankful people look out for one another and the officers professionally laughed in her face. Everything is on record and I plan on sending a letter, including the police report to the HOA, letting them know the next meeting I will be speaking with my attorney present. So that's where we're at Reddit. Hope this is the end of it and my life goes back to normal and uneventful and the worst thing I have to deal with moving forward is the raccoon that keeps jamming shit into my pool filter. <laughs> God, and that just brings me back to my area when I was younger and it wasn't a private community with gates or anything like that. As I said, we lived in like a council neighborhood, but like surrounding where we lived, there was always quite a lot of um big houses where where clearly people had a few quid in their pockets, you know, and there was one neighbor that would always like patrol our streets every single time, like twice a day at the same times, she would be patrolling up and down and she'd give you the dirtiest look you've ever seen. And if it was ever playing like near a house or, or near a car or anything like that, she would stand out the front of a house and just stare at us. Wouldn't say anything, wouldn't smile, would just literally stare at us. And you know, we got used to it after a while, but in that area particularly, there was a lot of busybodies who lived there all the time. And it almost sounds like that's what this area is like because it's a gated community, an enclosed community that, you know, anyone that comes in, they're going to come up to you and question you about what you're doing there. Although this guy's behavior was super, super creepy as well. The excuse that he made, he was trying to grab the lead because it had embroidery on it and it had an address on it. I'm not sure if I quite believe that or not. I'm not sure what he was up to, but it didn't feel good to me. And I would love to see an update in the future when OP does approach the HOA, how they respond to it. You know, everything we've seen so far on this channel, I know usually with the nature of these stories, they always can be negative towards HOAs, but I'd love to see if they respond in a positive way. What do you guys make of that one? Do you think that they will respond positive or do you think they will brush it under the carpet? I really hope they don't, but who knows with them <laughs> anyway what do you guys make of this one as always i would love to know your thoughts and opinions have you ever been in a similar situation where someone's potentially stopped you subtle results still you but with fewer lines botox cosmetic out of botulinum toxin a is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines crow's feet and forehead lines look better in adults Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. 
you felt uncomfortable about it how did you get out of it let me know your thoughts now a huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today getting involved in the channel on twitter patreon memberships Everything you do is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for being involved. If you did enjoy today's stories, would you please consider hitting that like button as again, it hugely helps out. Thank you for your love, your support and your time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.